Morning, Miss Evelyn. Good morning, Joe B. Where have you been the last few days? Working my little behind off. <laughs> my little behind. You edited yourself. Yes, I did. Yeah, what are you working for? What am I working for? Yeah. Minimum wage. <laughs> I don't mean how much do you oh, get or oh. what's the object of your affections. Oh my gosh, I have so many, so many. I'm uh, doing some things for Sam. Um, we are getting ready to go to San Diego to uh, your 15th annual golf tournament. And so that means getting clothes ready and and uh, getting stuff done at the house and also still planning about taking off. I mean, what this is the middle of the month. I don't know what happened to the first of the month. Thought I had a month to get ready. Now I may have two weeks. <laughs> it's just uh, time is going. Unbel- I don't know how it's happening that it goes so fast. <clears throat> I don't think in my entire life time has ever gone this fast, which I guess for an old person that's uh, probably a lot better than going very slow. Nothing to do. Uh, we certainly... Uh, do not fit in the category of being bored and nothing to do. Had a retired person who told me when I retired said, "The years go fast, but the days creep by." But that's not been the case for us. No, no. I mean, it just seems like it was the first of the year. We were talking about starting a new year about the pandemic, and I mean, that's four months ago. Four months ago. So I just don't know how it's just going so fast. We should not. One of the things I remember my father saying to me, uh, he said, Joe, don't let life get in the way of enjoying every second of every day. Well, that's true. Your father was a wise man. (laughs) You alluded to the 15th annual Duncan L. Hunter Wounded Marine Golf Tournament. And I have to uh, tip the hat to Lorenzo Inzuza. Without Lorenzo, none of this stuff would happen. He is phenomenal. He's the events chairman for the Armed Services YMCA, the 501c3, that takes care of all the finances for the tournament. But this man is a genius in what he does. And then we've got the backup of Philip and uh, uh, Tim Nye, the chairman or the executive director of the uh, Armed Services. And... They're wonderful staff that comes out in force to assist in the tournament. And the tournament chairman, Daryl Eidler. And, of course, the namesake, Duncan Hunter, has been involved in this one more than any of the others. So we have to salute all those people. And I know you're uh, in the uh, mix, too, because you get to receive all the uh, exclamations that I have throughout the uh, three or four months that uh, we get to the final timeline. So, uh, And then, of course, my good Lord, who uh, has arranged and taken care of this golf tournament to make it one of the best ever. So that's my little commercial. Well, good. <laughs> good. It doesn't seem like it possibly could be 15 years either <clears throat> with that. But, um, yes. They're always fun. It's always good to see everyone. It's kind of like a family reunion. Mm -hmm. 
had my uh, life flash before my eyes yesterday, Evelyn. <laughs> and I have to say, honestly, it was the most traumatic experience that I've had maybe in my life. Even though I turned a tractor over on myself, I, I uh, had been in some accidents, you know, I married you and I've got all kinds of exciting things happen in my life. But yesterday was it. Mm, yes, I understand you uh, made a fool of yourself running down the middle of the street. What was that about? <laughs> How could you take away the glory of what I did? It's so easy. So my daughter, Samantha, uh, what kind of dog is it? What breed? An Australian Shepherd. Most beautiful dog you ever saw in your life. I mean, whenever you look at it, uh, whenever you look at her, she is she is absolutely beautiful. Even more beautiful today. Yes. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh, Sammy asked me yesterday, he said, would you drop Wren off at Pets and Paws where they're going to... Uh, do a little trimming. And paw her. <laughs> yeah, they're going, yeah. They're going to do some trimming. And uh, so, and this is the smartest dog in the world because as we were going, I noticed Wren up in the window looking. And when we pulled up to the building, she was noticeably agitated. Well, come to find out, I didn't know anything about this. Sam had taken Wren to this place before and had her skin scraped. And it must have been tremendously hurt, uh, 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 hurtful. Mm -hmm. There must have been a lot of pain because whenever she saw the building, she hunkered up under the car seat, under one of the kids' car seat in the corner of the, of the back seat, and refused to even look out. She, I mean, she was in a, a ball. Well, the woman came out to get her, uh, I called inside and told him Glasscock Dog was here. And she said, we'll be right out. Well, she comes out. And uh, so she reaches in to get the leash, and Wren snarls at her and snaps at her. Mm. And He remembered her smell. Yes, yes. And uh, so I got in the back seat and worked her out from under the car seat and was holding her there, petting her, and she was literally shaking. She was jerking with fear. And the woman came by and she said, I'll take care of it, I'll take care of it. And she was a professional, and it, it's like any medical person, you know, or service person, they, they want to take charge and take, take over. So she reached in and got the leash that Sammy had put on Wren, and whenever we got out of the car, I let Wren go, and she went around the car uh, leading Wren. And when Wren got to their door, dashed away out of that leash just instantly. And Evelyn, I mean, Wren was headed to Mexico. I thought, mm -hmm. we'll never see that dog again. And what flashed before my eyes were three little glasscock boys looking up at me condemning me, executing me, because I thought that dog was in dire jeopardy. And I literally, what route, what road is that? Is that Greenfield? I think so. <clears throat> yeah. Mm -hmm. And anyway, the traffic there is 45 miles an hour, which means they'd travel 60. And there were a bunch of big trucks with rocks, filled with rocks. And uh, 
I started running down that highway. Well, Rend, of course, was a quarter of a mile away by the time I started running, and I ran as fast as I could. Well, Rend goes right down the middle of the road, truck squealing, stomping, swerving, uh, cars honking, the traffic behind me was stomping. Um, So Rend ran into a carport, and I thought, oh, thank goodness. So I go up there, and then she dashes out whenever I get about uh, 100 yards from her. She dashes out, looking at me, and goes right to the middle of the road in front of a car. The car screeched to a halt, swerved, and she's standing very picturesque in the middle of the highway in the center divide, looking at me. And so I kept running, and I got up there within uh, hearing distance of her, and I hollered for her to come to me. And she looked at me, and she turned her head, and about that time, a car went by 60 miles an hour. She would have stepped one step to the right. She would have been killed. And uh, after that car, she dashed over to me, and I squatted down, picked her up, and she was just shaking all over. Well, the guy who owned the carport came out, and he said, is this your dog? And I said, yes. And he said, uh, uh, and I tried to carry her back, and he said, you can't carry her. I'll hold her. Go get your truck. So I went back to get the truck. By the time I got back there, the woman from Pets and Paws had gotten her car, and she came and had uh, Ren in the back seat of her car, and she said, I'll beat you up at the uh, uh, back at the shop. I called Samantha, and I said, Samantha, Ren should not go in that building. Ren should come home. And she said, Dad, she had a bad experience before in there. Take her in there so she can have a good experience, and she can remember the good experience. Yeah. And so the woman managed to get it, get Ren in. She had to put a, a look like a noose. It was a, the harder you pulled on it, the tighter it got around the neck, oh. and literally dragged Ren inside the inside the building. And uh, so I got in the car and I sat in there and I was thinking, Oh, thank you, Lord. What if Ren would have been hurt, mm. killed, or worse yet? What if what if Wren had headed on south and and gone right on into Mexico? Well, you would have been looking for some new grandkids mm. <laughs> because they would have disowned you. Mm. You're just you lucked out, buddy. I've been looking for a new wife too because you're kind of a, uh, uh, in love with Wren. Oh yes, she's sweet. Yeah. Well, you know what it was like. It was like these uh, gentlemen who's in the military. Uh, who's in war, mm-hmm. and they have these war dogs, oh. and how they're constantly in jeopardy together. Both of them are in harm's way, and there's a tremendous bond that is created because of that. That's what happened to Wren and me yesterday. I am bonded to her now for life. Wren oh my is my all-time favorite I animal. I cannot believe that. You hate dogs. <laughs> You don't care if who they belong to. You don't like dogs. I admire, respect, and love Wren Glasscock. She is my hero from now on. Oh, but, Evelyn, let me no. tell you, it was a scary, scary situation. <laughs> I think that maybe you perhaps are more traumatized than the dog. I could probably be, but let me tell you, she was shaking. She was uh, real nervous. 
So that's my dog story. That's what I did yesterday. Well, my heart's just beating 90 miles an hour listening to you. <laughs> and also kind of giggling, wondering what you look like running down the middle of the highway, <laughs> dodging cars. Yes. I haven't seen you dodge anything in a long time. <laughs> well, I was amazed at how fast I can run whenever yes. I have to. Yes, and uh, Yeah, and uh, the cars behind me, uh, women were rolling their windows down, hollering, are you all right? <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Good story. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we got the trip to California. Yep. And then we come back here for, what, a couple of weeks? Yes, a couple of fast weeks, yes. And then? We take off for Illinois, loping across the country again. Mm. I'm looking forward to it, though. Oh, man, I am too. Yeah. Can't wait. Um, you, I th Knowing you, you got uh, reservations every place we're going. Uh, not yet, but almost. Almost. You know, you can always cancel a reservation, but sometimes you can't get one. Mm -hmm. so. Great. Do we have a leave date yet? Uh, yes, we're leaving the 28th of uh, April. Mm. Yes. Just around the corner. Yes, it is. And a uh, shout out to Sue Wells. Susie, who is running for library board in uh, Benton, Illinois. Sue has been on the board for 20 years and she ran, uh, they have to run, I think, every four years, maybe six years for that seat. And it's uh, in the township election. And uh, the library board has quite a interesting budget and a lot to do. And Sue has been a very proactive member of the board. In fact, so proactive, they elected her president of the board. And uh, so they had the election, the results came in last night, and she's a winner. She'll be back on the board, so congratulations, Susie Wells. Good, that's wonderful. And a uh, shout-out to you for uh, shaking all the bushes for her to get those votes out. She deserves much more. But uh, she did make her mom and daddy happy in heaven because they, they were both election veterans uh, Dad ran in several elections and won some and lost some, but election night was always a very thrilling time for the Browning family. And uh, I myself ran in 13 elections, won 12 of them, lost one. Who did I lose to, Evelyn? Uh, the carpet beggar. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's the best way we remember Paul Simon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For Congress back in 1974. But uh, elections are exciting and interesting. Congratulations, Susie. Never doubted, never doubted that she wouldn't win. But, you know, you never know when that vote is, uh, is taken by the people. And that's a compliment to her for the good work she's done. Any thoughts? Uh, no. Uh, about a thousand, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Different things going through my mind. Mm -hmm. Got to get some things done today. Time is slipping away. Exciting day. It's a beautiful day in Mesa, Arizona. Yes. Temperature is just right. Nice summer breeze. And uh, we're both in good health. Thank you for getting all those good medical reports. Yes, and thank you. And thank the good Lord for so many things, for Susie's election, for the golf tournament, for your health, for 
our family. Uh, Joey got a good report, uh, Stephen Joe. The specialist said just he's got a stent in his uh, in his blood vein in his chest, and uh, they were worried that the stent was coming out of the artery. And uh, the specialist said, "Hey, it's been in there 18 years. Just leave it alone. You're in good shape. Don't mess with it. Just go on living." So that was an answer to prayer too. And uh, any other things that's going on that we can accredit uh, our dear Lord and Savior with? Uh, his blessing. Just getting up every morning and enjoying life and being surrounded by people that we love. Love you, darling. Love you, darling. Love you, darling. Love you, darling. See you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>